0: This is Gene Lance on the Worker's Beat Extra. In these days when the very idea of truth is under attack and and certain politicians are attempting to completely demolish the whole idea of truth, when people who try to destroy our our nation's capital are called, uh, for example, tourists, and patriots. When, when, when truth no longer is unassailable because it's been assailed so much, we ought to talk about words. Words and what they mean and how they can lead us to misunderstand. I used to teach a course in college called Business Communications. It probably ruined me for all time because business communications mostly teaches people to be terse, to be to say things in as few words as possible. So I completely lost the ability to describe anything or to uh, write people talking to each other or, or to give some true idea of what something looked like or felt like or smelled like. And I intend, instead tend to see, Things uh, in very short terms. But in this particular class, which I taught for a professor, I wasn't the professor, I just was just the teacher. So in this particular class, the name of the book was Language in Thought and Action by S.I. Hayakawa. S.I. Hayakawa was a college professor and a U.S. Senator and a linguist, and his field was semantics, which has to do with words, the meaning of words, and shades of meaning of words. And this brought me to thinking about words that don't mean what they propose to mean. They don't mean what they seem to mean. You take, for example, the word neoconservative or neocon. What is a neoconservative? What is a neoliberal? Is a neoliberal a neocon? Or are they the same thing or are they different? And other words like that, that can lead to all kinds of confusion. Let's start with the word freedom. Freedom nowadays doesn't sound a bit like the, the foundation of our nation based on the idea that people should be able to try to get ahead on their own and that they should not be encumbered unnecessarily in their quest for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Nowadays, people use the word freedom to mean that they should be free to spread disease as much as they want. Or people should be free to exploit their workers as much as they want. That's what they call, some people are calling, freedom today. Another word that seems to generate a lot of confusion is the word democracy, which in general should mean people getting along together with each other and being ruled by the will of the people. But instead, it's being used today to mean things like being able to uh, attack other people, being able to uh, uh, overthrow the capital of the United States. Democracy, in my opinion, should mean government by the will of the people. And I think it should be obvious to everyone who lives in America that we have extended our partial democracy quite a bit since we came uh, since the nation was first begun so democracy is one of the words that gets confusing I mentioned neoliberal and neoconservative while ago what they actually are the neoconservative is someone who used to be considered a liberal but who supports imperialism in foreign affairs that would be a neo-conservative. A neo-liberal is a practically the same thing. It's someone who is in favor of imperialism in international trade deals. They want liberalism not for working people, but for big corporations. They want the big corporations to have what they call freedom, to exploit people on both sides of the border. So the neoconservative and the neoliberal are probably the same guy. And part of the confusion comes from just what the word conservative and liberal mean. But let's go back a little further and just look at Democrat and Republican. Because today I think we're being urged to quarrel with each other all the time and to call each other names and to cut off reasonable discussion on the basis that we are either, quote, a Democrat or, quote, a Republican. The truth is, most people are neither. They might vote Democrat sometime. They might vote Republican sometime. They might vote Independent sometime. They might write in a candidate sometime. And to a large extent, many, many, many of them don't vote at all. So why pigeonhole them? We're being... Put into a position of arguing with each other, not because we have that many differences among ourselves, but because certain politicians tend to benefit from it. If you happen to be, for example, a politician who has chosen the Democratic Party, you might want the Democrats to argue severely with anyone that they perceive to be a Republican. That way, they'll be sure to get you to vote Democrat, whether you are thinking it through or not. And you'll be uh, demonizing the people on the other side. And the people on the other side want want you to fight for the same reason. It's an example of, let's you and him fight. I had a friend that got me into a fist fight like that one time. He just wanted to see a fight, I think. And he got me into it. I was lucky to escape with just a bloody nose. There are people like that. Let's you and him fight. And that's what's going on today between Democrats and Republicans. Now, as for conservative and liberal, these these terms come originally, I think, from economics. A conservative would be someone who did not want to spend much money and a liberal would be someone who preferred to spend more money. But nowadays, you find a conservative, an arch-conservative, driving up the national debt way, way beyond anything that the so-called liberals might have done. Ronald Reagan was like that, and so was Donald Trump. They drove up the national debt tremendously, and they did it largely by giving away money to the very, very wealthy. And the liberals, supposedly, are the ones who uh, want to spend more, but they may not want to. So liberal and conservative are words that don't mean very much because the people who use those labels don't actually practice liberal or conservative. And I don't think that those are very accurate labels for those of us out in the working world who just want to figure out how to get by. We, if we have a lot of money, we're probably going to spend it. If we don't have very much money, we're probably not. It doesn't make us conservatives, and it doesn't make us liberals. So these words don't mean what they set out to mean. They mean what we are kind of channeled to mean, because the bosses, the unscrupulous politicians, they are the people who control our language. They're the people who control our books, our movies, our newspapers, most of what we see, most of what we hear, the television, uh, everything, uh, nearly all radio stations and consequently we tend to adapt ourselves to their vernacular. What's a libertarian? Is a libertarian more liberal than other liberals actually if you know any libertarians if you actually look at for example uh congressman rand you find out that he uh, counts himself as a conservative and uh, more conservative than anybody and yet libertarians were prominent in the anti-war movement whereas Most conservatives, we usually think of them as being more pro-war. But the libertarians, the real libertarians, were people who don't believe in government. They're very close to the anarchists. They don't believe in government and believe that that most rules should be just gotten rid of and that people should just work things out on their own without any uh, government. A libertarian is someone who longs for an imaginary past, when government was minimal and imperialism did not exist. Wikipedia says, quote, In the United States, the term libertarian is commonly associated with those who have conservative positions on economic issues and left-wing positions on social issues. So that's why you found libertarians in the anti-war movement, and even though conservatives were generally against the anti-war movement. So what does left wing and right wing mean? And do, do we have to become left wingers or right wingers? And should we argue with each other on that basis? Well, there's a historical reason for left and right. It comes from the French Revolution, which I believe was in 1789. They had a parliament and on the left sat the more progressive people and on the right set the more reactionary people so they developed the idea that the left-wing people were the more progressives and that the right-wing people were the less progressive or the more reactionary now those are words that I think really do have meaning: progressive and reactionary progressive meaning something about wanting to see a better future world and reactionary meaning wanting to go backwards to some previous kind of world. Progressive actions, ideas, or people moving forward toward a real solution to society's problems, which would mean strengthening of democracy and the strengthening of working people that's progress because if we are going to have progress we're going to have to do away with the competitive system that the bosses have put on us today and develop a cooperative system a more democratic system a, a system in which our partial democracy is extended toward a complete democracy where people actually are governed by the will of the people that would be progress So, progressive is a pretty good word to use. Reactionary is the opposite of progressive. It's someone who wants to move historically backward and away from democracy and power for working people. Who wants, in other words, to go backward to a fanciful past when the bosses could do anything they wanted and unions did not exist. That's my take on words today. I'm sure we could talk about it forever and ever because there are so many words that are being distorted today in their meaning. But it's worthwhile to consider that many words, because of semantics, have just taken on meanings and colorings that do not really represent what they were originally intended to do. This is Gene Lance on the Worker's Beat Extra